God is not a man that he should lie. So he literally, it's against his nature to let us down. However, God can still disappoint us. And how? Exactly. He He can disappoint us when we have a wrong expectation of who he is and what he does. Welcome back, you guys, to the You Can Sit With Us podcast. I'm Brittany. And I'm Bridget. And you always have Have a seat seat at at our table. table. So, today we're back for another episode. And we're going to be talking about... Drummer, please. It's kind of corny that we do that, but it's okay. We're corny. (laughs) Um, We're going to be talking about what it looks like when life doesn't look like what you thought it should look like mm-hmm. what you didn't <laughs> um, expect but what you expected it yeah to be. so we're gonna be talking and diving into disappointment and expectations and how to handle that yeah and uh what does scripture say about that and how can we draw um inspiration from scripture right exactly. and the way jesus lived and modeled um yeah have a kingdom course. mindset on it on this as per usual very real very yeah uh common topic mm-hmm. we all we live in a in a sinful broken world so we're all gonna experience disappointment so mm-hmm. if you haven't yet i highly doubt that but you will so this is for you yes exactly <laughs> before we get started what's, what's your favorite thing 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 <laughs> so you go first this time okay what's your my favorite, favorite thing? thing this week is building blanket forts with my daughter Ooh, i love that <laughs> so we tried like two weeks ago and i was doing a whole like military post kind of thing yeah like <laughs> i was tying all the blankets i have together in like one little knot in the middle and i was trying to like have that held up by this tree right here and it wasn't working very well but then i supported the base of the tree a little bit with some pillows and it kind of worked and i had it like just going out all from all around it and it was a lot of work and um it didn't really turn out too great and then sage was like trying to rip it all down while i was like mm. building it up but it was fun and then we enjoyed we ate dinner in there we watched oh, a little movie I love that. and then the other day we have um a nugget comfort couch it's like one of the play couches um and i just like put the two big pieces together to make like a right angle mm-hmm. and i put one blanket over it and i was yeah. like oh this is a cute little mini fort and it was just like really fun yeah, she's like, come in here mommy sit in here and just like so fun to just like sit in there like it's nostalgic it brings back memories from yeah. when i was a kid and like just making those memories with her and like i don't know Aww. i just love that simple joys yeah, yeah and i know she loves that too <laughs> like anything um that's like creative mm-hmm. or like in um intriguing i guess yeah. like she is all for it mm-hmm. building stuff connecting stuff like yeah. she's all for that oh i love that yay what's your favorite thing um my favorite thing this week um is my gym mm-hmm. i started a new membership at this place called f45 mm-hmm. and i've actually been shopping for a gym for months now ever since i moved back to orlando mm-hmm. i've been shopping for a gym because um fitness is something that's very therapeutic for me i just absolutely love it and um but i needed something that i didn't have to like think about i needed something because my brain is already <laughs> so filled with so much whew, that i didn't want to go and think about my workouts and like i like the type of workout that is like um, I need a pump. I need a sweat. I need like high intensity. That's mm-hmm. the type of workouts I really like. Um, and so I wanted to do CrossFit. There was just a bunch of stuff that I uh, was looking at and I needed the right price. I needed it to be close. I needed it to be um, something that started really, really early for work or even late. There was just a lot of boxes to be checked. And so um, 
So my coworker, she goes to the one nearest her, and um, I went with her a couple times, and I fell in love. I fell in love with it. It's exactly what I am looking for in a gym. Mm-hmm. This is not sponsored, <laughs> but I absolutely love it. It's everything I need. It has uh, a very early class, which is not far. Um, it's also very quick. So it's 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and you get like yeah. you you there's a there's a pack of punch what is it what's the saying it packs a punch it packs a punch um like i always leave there like exhausted but in a great way um there's just and it's clean it has showers hot water in the showers like that's the thing um it just i just love it so it's my favorite thing and i actually really really enjoy going because all i have to do is wake up on time Mm -hmm. and show up that's it so i love it Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to go try it out. I was the one who told you about at 45 yes. and I was because I watch a YouTuber, yes. uh, Julia and Hunter Havens. They've been doing it for years. And I was always like, that's cool. I never heard of that concept. Mm-hmm. So you were originally going to CrossFit gyms. Yes. And I was like, I was going to go with her. But I was like, I don't know if CrossFit is for me. Yeah. But at 45, I really want to try out because I'm also kind of like in the middle of like figuring out what my mm-hmm. fitness routine looks like. I'm so busy that I want to do something that... Yeah, yeah to be honest, a, the least amount from me, but yeah, to be honest, impact. I think F45 is the best for yeah. schedules that are just like very occupied, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and you really need to get the most out of your workout. I think that's the best place. And yeah. I also was looking for a place that was very friendly. And mm-hmm. um, believe it or not, there wasn't that many CrossFit places that were that friendly. Yeah, I got turned away once for arriving seven minutes late. <laughs> I was like, was what? Really rude, she so. was really rude. And I'm like, whoa, hold up. Customer service, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's dive in. If you like to listen to topics like these where we talk about candid conversations. Well, we don't talk about candid conversations, but <laughs> we talk about taboo <laughs> topics in a candid conversation yeah. about, you know, things that are real. Very but real. you probably won't hear talked about too much in your church or Mm -hmm. maybe you don't have community right now to talk about that with we are your people make sure you hit that subscribe button hit that bell notification so you don't get so you don't miss any of our uploads and if you're listening on audio make sure that you follow and leave us a review yes it would definitely help us really spread uh the message of the lord that he plays on our hearts and uh just the span of believers um because we We all can relate in different ways Mm -hmm. and to just know that, oh, this person, this other believer um, knows about this or is walking this out as well is just very encouraging. So, yeah. yeah, We also encourage you to share this with people who may not know the Lord yet. Um, We believe that the topics we talk about, yes, they're coming from a a Christian perspective, but they can bless anyone. And if there's someone on your heart that you think could be blessed by this, definitely share it with them. Like one of the, the most valuable and caring things you could ever do for someone is pray about them and help them give them resources so without further ado let's talk about it yes girl let's get to it so disappointment so i uh you broke it down very well like Mm -hmm. disappointment so i'm looking at my notes and just to give you some like definition of disappointment because i know we hear the word and we just we grow up knowing what it is but like if we break it down like it gives us a different understanding absolutely you know so disappointment so this is undue deprive Mm -hmm. so it's like loss right like empty Mm -hmm. emptiness and a point is to assign a position you know to Mm kind of like in a way give a role give Mm -hmm. a duty right and so then 
disappoint men i don't think we won't down men no but <laughs> men well that's just like the, i guess the intention part of it but like it's yeah if you put the two together yeah it's when something has a role that's been assigned a role Correct. or position but it 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 was left <laughs> it fails to fulfill its Correct. purpose yes 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 and then i think about it, i mean we don't have it written down but i think meant part the meant mm-hmm. part of it i think is the intention so yeah, or even like mental like mental right. it's the emotional part because disappointment makes it internal right. so like disappointment is an emotion right you know it's something mm-hmm, we feel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so like it's when this happens, when we assign a position or a role or an expectation to something and it's not fulfilled, right. then it leads to this disappointment, right. which is a feeling that we mm-hmm. we experience mm-hmm. internally. It's yeah. real. So real. Yeah, exactly. So just like seeing it broken down like that, yeah. it just it makes that much more sense. For real. And I'm like, oh, snap. Like we are actually <laughs> like the fact that we're assigning a position to someone and then the dis part of it. Yeah. It's like, you know, like the the down part, like the mm-hmm. empty part of it. It's like that makes so much sense. Disappointment because when we feel that, we feel like like an emptiness that yeah. that wasn't oh, filled. Real. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like an emptiness, like <gasps> like this this heaviness. But be, mm. it's it's so like weird because you feel a heaviness. So heavy heaviness like has a weight to it, right? So you would think like something's filled, but it's a heaviness that feels wasn't empty. filled. And that yeah. feels empty. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Which helps us a lot uh, shift our perspective. Um, Biblically and just uh, with that kingdom mindset, you know, um, because and it ties like my memory, it ties back into like uh, what changed my life that the way God used you um, in in my life was uh, you're expecting things from imperfect people that only God can really truly fully Mm -hmm. fulfill. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's like. I think that was like the root, the start of like, oh, hold on, like perspective. Like, why am I expecting? Why am I assigning this mm-hmm. role to this person? Or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, that's so yeah, that's I don't know. I really like cool. how you talked about like the feeling of disappointment relating to the meaning of disappointment and how it feels like an emptiness. Yeah. Because one thing I have learned through therapy and just doing like studying emotions yeah for the past like i don't know two years really and is learning what emotions feel like in my body so disappointment i've come to realize at least for me and for most people uh let us know if there's a different way you would describe it but it feels like you feel like your heart's sinking yeah like your spiritual heart but you physically feel it too like it feels like a that initial realization of disappointment is like it feels like yeah it feels like like your stomach just got (laughs) emptied out or like you know your heart fell out of your butt (laughs) and um that's crazy like the the correlation between that i love breaking down words because it takes something that we just become so used to correct exactly and puts it back in proper perspective Mm -hmm. um and proper perspective is so important yeah so yeah because it 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 helps the shift of it absolutely if it's if it's in a toxic place or like Mm -hmm. an unhealthy place when you do it when you break it down like that it really does help shift it because majority of the issues that we face really is how we look at things right we look at like god he's constant he doesn't disappoint he doesn't let us down it's us that change our focus change our heart posture yep so I don't yeah. know. Those, those are some cool correlations there. But we're going to be talking about um, what is disappointment like we just mm-hmm. dived into. We're going to dive into a little bit more. We're going to talk about expectations because expectations lead to disappointment. Yeah. And then we're going to be talking about what do you do when you are disappointed? How do you handle it? Is there disappointment that is justified? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And how much of it do we prescribe or ascribe to our unhealthiness or how much of it is just a natural part of being in a fallen world and how much do we submit to God? Like what role does he play in our disappointment and all those things? So disappointment, it often begins with putting something like a specific outcome or someone in a position like we said before with the the definition of to appoint appointing something or someone or a specific answer to a specific prayer and putting our hope in that thing and then when that thing doesn't come through the way that we thought it would or should or what it would look like or that person didn't do the thing that we wanted them to do or expected them to do that leads to the feeling of disappointment which then breeds a bunch of different other ugly feelings and it just becomes a smorgasbord of gross <laughs> feelings. And um, I often think about the Jews in the times of Jesus, when Jesus walked the earth and how they expected yeah. the Messiah to come mm-hmm. and look a certain way, yep. be a certain thing to be a earthly king that would free them from the Roman rule, mm-hmm. right? From the Roman Empire's rule over them. And when Jesus came, who was just a, a regular old lowly carpenter, um, born in a manger, like what? Yeah, exactly. The most lowest of lows. Mm-hmm. They were like, there's no way this can be our Messiah. Mm-hmm. But he goes on to say, and we see this in so many scriptures, that his kingdom is not of this world. Mm-hmm. He didn't come to fulfill um their ideas of who he would be he came to not to abolish the law but to fulfill it like his war his he didn't come to free them from uh human masters exactly but from sin and that is the perfect example of how our expectations can lead to disappointment even with god god is not a man that he should lie scripture right here Mm -hmm. so he literally it's against his nature to let us down however God can still disappoint us. And how? Exactly. He, he can disappoint us when we have a wrong expectation of who he is and what he does. Exactly. And that expectation is birthed from our own like understanding mm-hmm. or mindset, to be honest, because um, God doesn't contradict his own word. Right. You know what I mean? We may interpret his word to sound or, or um, yeah, like our brains may inter- interpret it as like it is contradicting. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, like a lot of people may think that, well, if God is so good, then why do evil things happen? Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yes, like God is good. Yeah, they're, they're both are true. God is good and mm-hmm. evil things do happen. But because evil things happen doesn't take away that God is good. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's really when God disappoints us, it's not that he didn't come through. It's because we had a wrong expectation right. for him. Like, you know, like we mm-hmm. set something out for him to complete and we put him in the, these limits, but they were our own limits. Yeah. You know what and I, mean? I feel like at the root of that is laziness because it's so easy to say, oh, I wanted this to happen. Or, for example, the perfect example you just gave, but evil things happen in the world, mm-hmm. but God is good. Mm-hmm. So the the easy, the, the lazy way of thinking would be, oh, if evil things happen, then God must not be good. Mm-hmm. But it takes work to actually think, oh, no, if God is true and mm-hmm. his word is true and everything he says about himself is true mm-hmm. and he says that he is good— mm-hmm. But yet evil things still happen. That puts the the work on us to believe that he's true and good. Mm-hmm. And then we have to figure out how to shift our mindsets of, okay, how do the how can these two both exist? Yeah. God is good, but there's evil in the world. So yeah. that must mean that 
the evil in the world was never the way God wanted it to be, but right. it exists to bring glory to him and to use for our good. So, you know what I mean? It's yeah. our job to like, to balance yeah. the tension of the two and see like, what is real? Right. You know, you know, the thought that just came to my mind and helped me flesh this out, or maybe you guys can help flesh this out for me, flesh this, flesh this. I don't mm -hmm. even know the term, <laughs> but, um, I just thought like, why is our question always like, well, if God is so good, then why is there evil? Instead of like, well, we know that there's evil. Um, why don't we question? Um, okay, let's see. How can I put this? Like, why don't we question like the evilness, I guess? Like, mm -hmm. it's like, well, there's still good in this world. So then why is there evil? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we always question like God's That right part. there is the perfect example of our sin nature because yeah. naturally we are born into sin. Mm -hmm. You don't have to teach a baby how to sin. They just do. Right. Like, exactly. They, they steal, they scream, yeah. they lie, they do it all. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because we have this inclination towards sin against right. God. We are born in rebellion the against him. same thing I was him. thinking. You know what I mean? So like naturally being born in rebellion against him and also this this world being Satan's playground, he's going to use natural yeah. things to, to get us to focus more on against God. He doesn't want us to to naturally believe God is good. Right. You know what I mean? Right, um, right, right. So it's our, it's our job to protect that to protect our hearts mm -hmm. that's why scripture says guard your heart above all else because everything you do flows from it the expectations that you have come from your heart the mm -hmm. things you believe about god it all starts there so you have to guard that protect that keep it pure keep it right. holy keep it you know protected mm -hmm. and that's when you have a, a more right view of god because think about it this way when you start stepping out of alignment with god's word that's when you start to feel and doubt god that's when you start to doubt scripture christianity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is god real is god true mm -hmm. because you're literally living in sin you're literally living in disobedience you're like mm. and yeah. that those those moments are so hard because they can either make your faith or break your faith right exactly but the thing is god is real he's true and so if you really hold on to that and keep that at the foundation of everything you're going to everything else is going to be guided by that right. and you'll be able to not just believe but also receive his blessings which are not worldly blessings mm -hmm. which they can come in the form of that but really it's spiritual blessings exactly. like ephesians talks about this the the blessings of god they're spiritual it's peace it's joy it's the fruits of the spirit yeah. it's it's the fact that we have his spirit literally living inside of us mm -hmm. so we don't have to do and be good on our own. You right. know, we do that at, as a result right. of his spirit living in us right. and, and his love for us. Yeah, that's the life that Jesus came to give us. That's, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, it goes back to, like, the expectations that the, if I'm not saying the Israelites, the Israel, mm -hmm. yeah, that they had on, on Jesus because they were expecting, like, in the form of just, like, the human realm of yeah. it, you know? Um, but Jesus came to fulfill and give life mm -hmm. much deeper than that. You know what I mean? And it could be the same with like our thought process. Like we could be like, well, God, like I've been praying for a raise in my job mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, you're, you're just expecting him to fulfill in a human form mm -hmm. when God is bigger than that, deeper than that. Not saying that he won't or right. he can't, but yeah, like what you just said, like if we just yeah. continue to uh, focus on, on his goodness and him, mm -hmm. you know, stay in alignment with, with, him um it helps i guess that that impact or just yeah. not even have those kinds of expectations like because it's hard and this is where i struggle with and i'm i have not arrived to a, a place where i am proud of where where you place your hope in mm -hmm. 
because at that's the right. root of disappointment is misplaced hope. Like mm-hmm. we said, I'm going to mm-hmm. keep coming back to that because that's the thread of this right. conversation is misplaced hope. So we also don't want to live lives where we have no hope. We don't want to not have hope in humanity. We don't want right. to not have hope in relationships and uh, everything in this world, like in our in ourselves, in our in our family, our friends, our jobs, things we we should have hope that that is, I believe, a fruit of living life with God is that you look at things, you assume the best, you look at things in a, a life giving way, mm-hmm. like cup half gla- full, yeah, glass, glass half, half full, full rather than <laughs> half empty, right, and um. But it's hard because when you do have hope in certain things and they they let you down, this is where I feel like the tension of both is both and. It's healthy and it's normal to feel disappointed. Every time you feel a disappointment, don't beat yourself up like, oh, I've sinned against God and I've misplaced my hope. However, you need to invite God into that moment of like you feeling disappointed like mm-hmm. oh, what we're talking about right now is wrongfully assigned expectations so expecting your significant other to bring you soup when you're sick with a cold yeah. but you never even let him know you were sick with a cold or that you're home right now or that you would like soup yeah. and just expecting that like yeah i think on the other hand it's definitely nice to be in a relationship where someone is so on point like that but you also have to realize people are not mind readers yeah exactly and What's really dangerous is um, what's dangerous is expectations, right? Uh, but what's even more dangerous than that is mis- is non communicated expectations. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, so like you can also ex- uh, express your expectations to someone, but it's also not their job to fully fulfill that. Right. So having that that balance of still having hope in people, but but not be. But not letting yourself be let down fully when they don't fulfill that. Exactly. Um, so yeah. I know we talked about being disappointed in God, but that's more examples of being disappointed in people. Mm-hmm. Like I said, wrongfully assigning um, someone or something that position that they, it's not their role, essentially. So like another example, you want to give some more examples about that? Uh, Yeah, like wrongfully assigned. Yeah. So like even like when it comes to... I mean, I kind of said one with like praying about something like practical, like yeah. a, a raise or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, and that's with God. But like even with people like um, you expect them. I, I read this on Facebook, I, I believe, where um, they expected like their friends or certain friends or people in their lives to be involved in their children's life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I think you commented on that one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like. That expectation was like, well, I expected my friend or this person to be there like this way and X, Y, Z and stuff. And that now that they're not there, then they're kind of canceled. You know what I mean? Like my my child doesn't need them. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, well, um, have you even really like spoken to that person or like, you know, does that person live far away or like, um, Mm-hmm. I guess essentially in a nutshell, like where's the grace there? Like yeah. where's mm-hmm. where's the grace in your expectation for that person um, or thing? Well, not thing. I, I don't think. Well, thing can disappoint you. Like if your computer dies when you're taking a test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, what do you call it? Um, like where's the grace in that expectation that yeah. they had? Like where? Like I would say, pause and really like examine your heart and be like, okay, yeah. hold on why did I have this expectation for this person? And mm-hmm. kind of like put yourself in their shoes and really be like, just practice grace. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And not only that, but absolutely communicate with them. Yeah. Communicate your feelings, communicate 
um, why disappointed you, but also like how you can work it out. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, no, that's really good. I think another, I think we see wrongfully assigned expectations so much in relationships and mm. all different types of relationships. Like uh, I experienced this a lot in church. I've personally experienced this and I, I've had a lot of people express this to me being a leader of a team of like 25 plus people a lot of them have experienced the same thing where they joined the team, they wanted community and then they don't get the community that, or it doesn't look the way they wanted right away. Mm. And so they automatically are like, Oh, this isn't the team for me or I don't have a place here because they expected it to look a certain way for people to reach out to them or invite them certain places. But one, are you even doing your part, your part mm -hmm. to fulfill the expectation or the, the result that you want. That's number yeah, one. Yeah. And two, is your expectation really unfair? Are you really looking for people to do what only God can do? Mm, you know, because um, in that way, the people are always going to let you down. If you're looking for community to fulfill your your loneliness, that's not going to happen. Loneliness, ha that the root of that has to be taken up with God yep. because only he can truly fulfill that. And then you'll look at. You'll, you won't look at every single time people don't invite you somewhere or every single day that passes and you don't get a text or you don't get an invite somewhere as disappointment on disappointment and disappointment. And now it becomes a breeding ground for the enemy to just keep you in that place mm -hmm. and, and shackle down to that. Instead, you'll look at the one time that someone texted you that week to be intentional with you or invite you somewhere as, oh my gosh, what a blessing because you're communing with God. You're you know, you're, you're doing, you're being obedient. Your heart essentially is in the right place. Mm -hmm. And then, so when that does come, you actually get to enjoy it. There's so yeah. much freedom in like just accepting and like letting people be who they are, yeah. not trying to change them or force them to be what you want them to be. Because at the root of that really is just self-centered yeah. focus, you know, yeah, selfishness. Absolutely. I, I think that was one of like a breakthrough for me. Um, uh, my first time leading small group, my, my co-lead actually helped me kind of put that in perspective where because I was just telling her like some of my weaknesses and um she basically said to me like how she like goes about with her interactions with people and it's yeah. just like I'm going to disappoint like mm -hmm. like an expectation you can have for yes. me um and anyone in general is that I will disappoint because I am human yep. I just naturally won't fill all of your expectations so when she said that it just helped me it, it gave me a relief because mm -hmm. it's like you know what you're right it's like i could expect people to disappoint me one way or another um that way like i guess the hit will won't hit as hard or i'll just have a different expectation mm -hmm. does that make sense like it was such a relief because it's like i'm not holding you up to a standard mm -hmm. that may be unrealistic for you to even uphold yeah you know and so. and we say that all to say that in the moment when you feel the feelings like your feelings are real absolutely but also a lot of the times our feelings lie to us about our reality. So it's our job to sit down with our feelings and really dive into them. And we talk about this in our emotions episodes. We'll link them down um, or right here in the little, little eye or whatever it is. <laughs> um, but processing your feelings with God yeah. and then, okay, how much of this is actually true? And then processing with that person and then letting everything else go. Yeah. You know, because you're honestly only holding yourself as a prisoner mm -hmm. but to move on that was a wrongfully assigned expectations and hope but sometimes we are disappointed by people 
And it's and it's justifiable. It's justifiable disappointment because they have not fulfilled their role or their purpose. Mm-hmm. It could be something as simple as like going to the doctor and wanting an answer for something yeah. and they are not helpful. Or mm-hmm. it seems like you're just left back at square one with now more worries than answers. Mm-hmm. Or um a asking your spouse to throw out the trash every Tuesday, right? Uh, bring the trash out to the curb. And then you come home from work, you get the kids, you're super exhausted and you find that they didn't do it. Like you're rightfully disappointed in that because they said that they would do it. Mm. Uh, it's what we do with that feeling after exactly. that matters the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any other examples? I'm trying to think of um, an example, like rightfully so. Oh, I think of like maybe like in the workforce, um, if you you kind of like don't feel backed up by like your manager or mm, like your yeah. your superior, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, that's like that's really good. You know what I mean? Like something is happening, and you kind of expect your your leader, your supervisor, to have your back above mm-hmm. all else. Like in front of, I guess this might be just a military mindset. Like um, like in front of who the 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 opponent, let's just say, um, you you have my back. But then personally, you and I, we hash it out together. Like we mm-hmm. communicate it together. You know what I mean? But when that doesn't happen, like when that person doesn't have your back in the workforce or whatever, it's like a it's like a different kind yeah. of hit. It's like whoa, so you know now I feel like I can't trust that person, mm-hmm. and you know that's what happens a lot when we um, get disappointed mm-hmm. by people. Then uh, distrust starts to grow for sure you know and even trauma like i was thinking back to our last episode about our uh, parenting it's mm-hmm. like when your your parent didn't provide yeah. the safe space that you needed emotionally then they become an unsafe space for you mm-hmm. which it first starts off as disappointment but constant disappointment after disappointment of someone yeah. not fulfilling their role can lead to trauma Absolutely. and now it's like you were left with a burden to unlearn that and relearn a healthy way of approaching this specific right, topic, right. whether it's how to love correctly in a healthy way or how to communicate effectively or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why it's so important to not let things fester, you know, because they can grow into even uglier and and harder things to undo right, in the future. Right. Um, so some practical steps on how to deal with disappointment when it happens because it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. like we said Mm -hmm. no matter how good how far you come how much you work on yourself how how efficient you are with choosing your partner your friends your family (laughs) your schedule disappointment is gonna happen Mm -hmm. like it's just gonna happen we live in a fallen world so what do you do when that happens Uh, i broke it down into three main points First, you acknowledge, then you accept, and then you adjust. So to acknowledge, first and foremost, you have to recognize that you're disappointed. You need to, in that moment, realize that you're disappointed and not just like feel the feeling and just like act like it's not okay Mm. or like it's not bothering you Mm -hmm. and then do whatever you do naturally to kind of get yourself to feel better. Yeah. Especially as Christians, because one thing about walking with Christ and having the Holy Spirit within you is he is going to reveal things about you that are not in alignment with God's spirit and his will and his just who he is. Right, right. So you have to recognize the disappointment. Then you have to dig deep to see why you're disappointed in the first place and what you're actually disappointed about. 
So are you disappointed because your partner didn't bring the trash out to the curb that day? Or are you disappointed because this is the 10th time that they said they were going to do something and didn't do it? Mm. And that is triggering, you know, the issues that you had with your daddy when you were young. Yeah, like unseen Mm -hmm. or like you're not important enough to be, you know, considered Mm -hmm. or whatever the case is. Yeah, And that's your job to do. Nobody else is is responsible for figuring out why you feel what you feel. The people in your life are responsible for making sure they are contributing to your life in a healthy way and contributing well to your well-being but they're also not responsible for helping you be healthy you know what i mean yeah that's so real yeah and then the second one um is to accept you can talk a little bit about what that looks like so accepting we have it down as tension between both justified and unjustified disappointment so i bring it back to like the whole like grace part of it yeah you know like um because like Brittany said like your feelings are valid you know um regardless of the matter if you had like a wrongful wrongfully um expectation on someone or if it was like a justified expectation on someone you know like a parent didn't fulfill a certain thing or things of that sort but i think grace because at the end of the day we are all people especially if you're expecting this from a person people gonna people you that's (laughs) what we say in ministry people are gonna people you so don't be surprised when people people you yeah (laughs) people 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 (laughs) um what you call it but i think um with that is is accepting that people will be people and rendering grace for for them you know what i mean like Like rendering like, okay, well, this person, I was expecting her to be on time, right? But she is a single mom of two. Uh, She lives this distance, you know, Mm -hmm. consider traffic, consider that it might have not been an early morning for her. Consider that maybe she couldn't reach out. She doesn't have iPhone and couldn't use Siri Mm -hmm. um, and say, hey, (laughs) (laughs) hey, I'm I'm running a little late. Uh, You know, all these things like really render grace. And I really believe that that softens your heart a little bit for when you communicate with that person Mm -hmm. and work it out. You know, like accepting that, okay, she is a person and dot, dot, dot. Yeah. You know, or he is a person. That's so real. Mm -hmm. Like acceptance. I always hear the term radical acceptance be talked about a lot in the Christian sphere. And I haven't dove too deep into it. It's something I've been wanting to. But when I think about the times in life, the seasons in life when I am at the most peace spiritually, Mm -hmm. it's because I have planted myself in a space of radical acceptance Mm. just like emotions letting them come letting them go not putting my whole like putting so much weight on them like oh if i had a bad day all all of a sudden now i have a bad life no like it's just a bad day it's not a bad life or if someone hurts you oh now it's the end of or in a relationship perfect example one fight rarely ever leads to the end of a relationship right but that goes into attachment styles, and that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> she could but, definitely tell you about that. But um, but it's real. So to be realistic and like to put me are a good balance between logic and reality and our emotions, right? Because emotions are real; they should not be ignored because that leads to toxic, right? Just coping masculinity, me- yeah. toxic coping me- mechanisms, toxic yeah. femininity, just toxic people in general, mm-hmm. like just a bunch of things that are not of God. Yeah. Um, however, emotions should not be our guiding force in life. They should not be like our Lord. Right. Jesus should be Lord of our emotions. But at the same time, we do need to speak truth into, you know, how to both coexist because that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, every time I've had the most lack of peace 
or frustration or depression or anxiety in my soul, in my mind is because I'm in a season where I am truly not accepting what my circumstances are, what the people in my life are doing or not doing and things of that nature. And once I get to a point where I realize God's hand in it and I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? This really, really sucks. Like the reality yeah. is this sucks. This shouldn't mm -hmm. have happened to me or, or I shouldn't have done this or the world is this way. But then you see God's hand in it and you just choose to, not to be cliche, but to let go and let God. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just, you really feel a sense of peace. Yeah, you know? exactly. Kind of like um, hashes out the fire. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It, it calms it down. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is a perfect place to approach anything. You know, like as I mentioned um it sizzles down, then you're yeah. able to really approach either the situation or the and the person with um, a place of love. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because um, confrontation doesn't always have to look like aggressive or you oh, know yeah, what I no. mean. Like confrontation is very healthy. Yeah. If you want to have healthy relationships, you need to have healthy conflict resolution mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you can't or healthy you shouldn't do that from a place of like like rotted up emotion yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean like or honestly i would i don't want to say emotions at all um because they can also help you um mm -hmm. even like really fully express like emotions the severity are tools and indicators right, of exactly. something that is off right you know, exactly you, it's your job to figure out what that emotion is signaling right that needs to be changed right but exactly and essentially just just like you said it shouldn't be like your guide you know exactly, so yeah. when it does when you do um give it to god mm -hmm. and it sizzles then you're able to really handle it with love that's really really good mm -hmm. um so you kind of touched on it but the third point so we went over acknowledging and then accepting and then mm -hmm. the third is to adjust mm -hmm. this is where the actual action takes place and mm -hmm. so you need to communicate your needs and emotions effectively and in a healthy way. Like you said, um, one great way to do this, I learned this in marriage counseling back in the day where they said I statements. So mm -hmm. instead of being like, oh, you're such a liar or you're so lazy. No, instead of saying you're so lazy, you say, you know, when you say that you're going to take the trash out every Tuesday and then I come home and I'm exhausted, I'm tired and I just want to cook, cook dinner and relax and you didn't do that, it makes me feel disappointed it mm -hmm. makes me feel unseen it makes mm -hmm. me feel unheard it hurts mm -hmm. I feel alone I feel frustrated I feel overwhelmed and and I what can we do to figure this out yeah that makes it not about attacking that person but instead speaking the truth of the reality that they didn't do this thing that they said they were going to do and how it made you feel right. they can't invalidate how you felt and if they did that's a whole nother topic and that's gaslighting mm -hmm. but um they're much more likely to respond in a non-defensive way because you're not attacking them. Exactly, exactly. And it just it's a win-win. Exactly. You know? It's I think it's the way that your brain processes like though just those two simple words, the you and the I, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And then having a mindset shift. So, I always talk about having eternal perspective. Like I literally picture mm -hmm. looking at my life from an aerial point of view, like when I'm in heaven one day and just seeing all the little details and how even the most painful things or even the most seemingly unimportant things mattered and how God used them. And that just takes off such a huge pers like weight from the weight of what you're going through in the moment. Yeah. Like because it's like, okay, this, you might be going through one of the most difficult seasons, but like one day, 
this difficult season will all have made sense. Mm-hmm. These, these, these tragedies, these traumas, these hurts, it will all make sense one day. Mm-hmm. It might not right now, but let that truth bring you some peace. Right, you right, know? right, exactly. This is so corny, but it reminded me of, uh, <laughs> of Olaf in Frozen. I'm done. <laughs> this will all make sense when I'm older. <laughs> Literally. This will all make sense when we're in heaven. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so real. That's so funny. <laughs> like she said earlier, it's a corny podcast. We're <laughs> but along with shifting your mindset too is putting yourself in other people's shoes yeah. i think you you really um emphasize that really well is like being disappointed in someone but then realizing they're human they have yeah. their own stuff they're dealing with yeah. you don't know the day that they might have had you don't know the battles that they're facing when they go home you don't know what they had to go through just to show up yeah so, so don't real. put that extra pressure on them that's not fair mm-hmm. like just let people be mm-hmm. invite them to your table that's our heart here it's exactly. just to not have you expectations for like how you have to show up mm-hmm. but to just show up be who you are and in that there's freedom for god to do what he does best and only god can change we exactly. can't change people only god can do that exactly and and one of our friends actually um she was stepping outside of her comfort zone mm-hmm. just simply by showing up in an environment that she's not used to um and that's all she had to do was just show up and god has just been moving a lot just in her own heart and like um and, and like the things that she has been able to see mm-hmm. you know and i'm just like wow like all you have to do is just show up and i know that sometimes Mm -hmm. that that can be hard that can be very hard like oh but i have this but i have that but this and that this gives me anxiety and things like that but um but like Brittany said like that's what we're about like don't have any expectations that you have to show up perfect or super polished or whatever because i think the disappointment in someone can it makes our flesh want to cause vengeance and Mm -hmm. like let them know how much they hurt us by like passive aggressiveness or yes, letting them know and in that we are literally holding them captive to to that to that mm-hmm. we're holding them prisoner and ourselves to one is really unforgiveness but the thing is we're not allowing god to use us as a, a pure vessel to build speak life to build them up which right. we're really called to do we're not called to convict people mm-hmm. the holy spirit does that very well on its own yep <laughs> we're we called that. to really exemplify his love and his grace it's his loving kindness that leads people to repentance mm-hmm. and in that people see the gap between his pure his goodness his holiness his love and their sin or their where they fall short and stuff like i said the holy spirit reveals that it's not our job our job is even when someone disappoints you to still speak life into them to still pray for them pray over them to still invite them to like you know obviously depending on the situation if they've abused you and stuff like that obviously reconciliation doesn't need to happen but in 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 less serious circumstances how are you letting that disappointment change the way that you love people you know are you letting it draw you to the heart of christ more and love them more like christ or are you being like the pharisees and pointing fingers and and you know trying to weigh them down because of Mm -hmm. your your disappointment every time i think of when someone is very quick to point the finger i always think of the scripture i was just like um and then not verbatim because i can't always remember it verbatim but like verbatim Verbatim. <laughs> verbatim. Is it verbatim or verbatim? Verbatim would it be. Verbatim. My but I guess if you have a Spanish accent, <laughs> verbatim. <laughs> um, that like, uh, instead of uh, pointing out the speck in your neighbor, look at the log in your own eye. Because sis or bro. So real. Listen, you might just be guilty of the same thing. How many people have you disappointed? Hello. Like, honestly, think about that. Mm-hmm. Think about, like, list out, this could be a journal prompt for you today. List out all the disappointments that you've experienced in the past year. And then... 
and let yourself feel it let yourself be mad process with god but then list out all the times you probably disappointed people and let that be a reminder every time someone disappoints you That's so that good. you also need grace in different relationships and circumstances yeah. and who are we to withhold grace you know mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. like i said assume the best always want to assume the best i think that is a beautiful way of um living like christ you know and processing with god then process with the person be careful to process with other people i feel like we can do that often and and it feels healing sometimes but you have to really grow in your discernment of when that becomes like not life-giving and gossip and um yeah like what's your heart to actually heal or do you just want to just blur it all out yeah um yeah, and I think that's pretty much it. Uh, do you have any last thoughts? Shockingly, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So, yeah, disappointment is real. It's very real, and it's at the root of a lot of the things we go through. But yeah. we hope that this was encouraging and not disappointing and that you'll look at disappointment in a different way. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. I hope it was um, administered and it blessed you um, and helped change a little bit of the mindset on, yeah. on disappointment and how people may disappoint you mm-hmm. or even how God may disappoint you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And even how you might disappoint yourself. We didn't talk about That's that so much. That's so good, yeah. But maybe, maybe free yourself can. of that. Like, yeah, absolutely. Forgive yourself and let yourself also, you are a person too. Let yourself also be a person. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Okay, let's pray. Let's pray. All right. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for showing up and showing out once again, Lord God. We thank you so much for allowing us and using us to be your vessels to share what you deposit on our hearts to um, speak on and um, prayfully minister to the hearts of those listening, Lord Jesus. For we know that you handpick those that who press play onto yes, this God, podcast, you, Lord Jesus. God. And we just we bless you and we love you, Lord, for um, speaking these words through us, Lord God, um, for those that needed to hear it, Jesus. Um, Lord, I pray that um, our audience, that they know that they um they're not expected to be perfect lord and that's why you sent us your son lord he fulfills every law every um everything that you asked um he fulfills it lord and uh as long as we just abide in him and cling on to him lord we are righteous in your eyes lord jesus Lord, um, I pray that you work in, in our audience's hearts and of ourselves, Lord, to open it up for grace, to render grace onto others that may disappoint us and however big or small that may be, Lord God. I pray that um, the person listening to this um, leaves it differently, Lord yes, Jesus, God. and closer onto you, Lord God. And if they have questions, to ask you, Lord yes, Jesus, Lord. and to really press into what you say, and Lord God, in your way, Lord God, for we know that your ways are always better. Your ways are always higher, Lord God. And we can't put limits to you, Lord Jesus, um, that we can trust in you, Lord God, and um, your promises and what you say is right, Lord Jesus. And I pray that um, the more that we press onto you, that we conform to your character, yes, Lord God, God, and that we are able to spread your love onto others, Lord, so they um, get to know you, Lord Jesus. Um, I pray all this in your mighty and holy name. Amen. Amen. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Piece of cake. Piece of pie. Peace. Bye. <laughs>